Hello, everybody. Hello. We are back. Yes, with, we are. Yes, yeah, so another episode. We're sorry the Gone Girl episode didn't go up. <laughs> no, there was there, difficulties. There was so much going on, if you guys only knew. That oh episode will happen in the future. We're just not going to schedule it yet. <laughs> yeah, it, things just keep getting in the way. Yeah, that was like, no matter what was going to happen on that week, it was going to be a bad week <laughs> for one of those episodes was going to not happen. We tried for like two weeks to get that episode up. This is true. Yeah. And then it still didn't work because just life and college and stuff. Yeah. College is crazy. And snow days. Snow days kind of ruined it as well. Yeah, that's true. There were a couple extenuating circumstances. Yeah. But hopefully you guys enjoyed our big short episode. That was a fun one. Yes, it was very fun. It was very fun to rewatch that movie. Yeah. I'm sure it was very fun for you to watch that movie for the first time. It was enjoyable. <laughs> enjoyable. And, and now we have Star Wars Month. Star Wars Month. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I'm going to die of cancer. No. No, I won't. Although I, there's an, something came out today that permanent hair dyes are linked to breast cancer. So does Reen. But I don't use permanent ones. Yes, you do. No, I don't. Yes, you do, Nisreen. No, mine wash out. Nisreen. <laughs> you literally use permanent hair dye. I know, I know. But I don't use it on my whole head. I only have it on, like, the bottom parts of my hair. But Nisreen. But it's not going to the roots. Nisreen, you have done it to the roots, though. Eduardo, no, I have not. But Nisreen, it's still going to your hair. Which can still go to your body. Do you not understand? Yes, I understand. I need to I need to warn my mom. Yeah. She uses permanent hair dye all the way to her roots on her head on a regular basis, so why is because her hair is gray? No. Well her hair is originally dark brown. What? But when it started I know, right? Um when it started <laughs> This is news to me. <laughs> I need to show you some like old pictures. But when it started graying, she tried to dye it brown, but for some reason none of the ones she used would work and it it would always end up turning her hair this weird like in between blonde and brown color. So now she just goes blonde just to cover up the gray. But she should just go gray. She doesn't want to though. Why not? I don't think she likes the shade of gray that her hair is. I don't know. She just doesn't like the way it looks. It looked distinguished. My dad used to dye his hair. The second he went gray, 20 times better. <laughs> what was his hair? But What was he dyeing it? Like black. Interesting. Anyway. <laughs> Interesting about the hair dye, though. Huh? That's interesting about the hair dye, though. Yeah. Anyway, don't dye your hair purple again, please. Uh, we'll see. Miss I feel like this is just an elaborate ruse, and you're lying about this just to get me to stop dyeing my hair. Do I need to? I'm literally going to send you a screenshot right now. Go ahead. Where is this article? <laughs> you 
You're like, how can I keep her hair her brown color? Oh, I know. I'll say that hair dye causes cancer. No, I literally, look, it's coming to you right now, bro. It's coming to you right now. Where's Mm -hmm. where's your freaking text? (laughs) Calling me a liar. Yeah. I'm not the liar in those relationships. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> it's not me. Oh, it isn't. Permanent hair dyes and chemical straighteners may be linked. All right. Hmm. <laughs> I have to read the whole thing, though. Okay, who is lying so now? Not me. Let me tell you that much. Yeah, this one time. No, not this one time. Oh my goodness. Viewers, listeners. I keep calling you viewers, but you're not viewing anything. I'm just I'm just kidding. He's not a liar. Did you see that new James Bond trailer? I didn't even know there was a new James Bond trailer. Bro. I saw the Black Widow trailer. Bro, I didn't even watch that. (laughs) I didn't you know what I I didn't think you would. I didn't even bother. I don't even think I'm gonna watch the next Marvel movie. Really? I don't even think so. Oh, oh, that's right. You checked out. I think I, yeah. Literally, unless you were, you are going to see it with me, mm-hmm. I probably won't watch it. I mean, that depends on if we're in the same state when yeah. it comes out. Or I mean, like, if, if say we're going to watch one, right, and, like, I need to catch up, then I'll watch them. But, like, I might I be done going to the theaters. To see those. Wow. Because I realize I do miss a lot of movies that I actually want to see because of those sometimes. I guess that makes sense. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's been nice actually not watching any superhero movies since Endgame. Nice little break. Or since Spider-Man, rather. Yeah. Because, like, the only comic book movie I think I've seen since is, like, Joker. Yeah. But every other movie I've gotten is... But, like, that... It's like, what even is that? It's like, it's like the anti-comic book movie. <laughs> but yeah, like, that doesn't that doesn't sound like your typical, like, Batman entertainment movie to go watch. No, it's like every movie I've seen, it's been like movies I've like really, really enjoyed a lot more. I don't know. I've I'm I'm falling out of love with them. Oh, that's so sad. Because they're not. Like it, like it's worth. It was worth it to get to Endgame and stuff like that, right? In Infinity War, those movies gave me some of my favorite moments in film, like this decade. But now it's like the journey that started when I was a kid is over now. That makes sense. So it's like, do I really need to stay along? I guess not. I guess not. Not until. <laughs> Not until I like absolutely, and you know, and and I also the Black Widow movie is probably maybe the one exception because it takes place pre all of that stuff, so that movie yeah. is almost like the like final tie-in to that. Mm-hmm. But like post that, like as much as I want to see Doctor Strange, I'll probably wait till that movie comes out on DVD unless you're like unless you're with me when it comes out. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then also, like, they're like, oh, the shows and the movies are all going to tie in. So it's like, now you have to watch the shows, too. And it's not well, like... That's I, a way of getting you to get Disney Plus. Yeah. And it's not like I won't get Disney Plus, but that just makes... That just turns me off. 
Right. Because now it's like, now you're going to make me watch like eight hours of freaking whatever your show is, and you're not even going to guarantee me that it's going to be good, and I have to watch that in order to make this, everything make sense? I don't think so. <laughs> if I if, if there's a movie you want to see and it ties into the shows, I'll probably watch the shows, just because I'm curious, and I still like some of the characters that are left over. Yeah. So I'll I'll just fill you in, and that way you'll be caught up for the movie. Yeah, I know WandaVision is supposed to take tie into Doctor Strange too. Yeah, I just want the Bucky and Sam show, and I want the Loki show. Those are my top two concerns. The Bucky and Sam show, I that's that's a show that like I know I want it to be good because it's got like Bucky, Sam, and Baron Zemo, right? So that yeah. can be like so that'll be more like Captain America Civil War type stuff show. Yeah. But be- but at the same time, I'm like, I don't know if they could pull it off. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna give them the benefit of the doubt until I watch yeah. it. Like, you know what I think it is? Is that I know that we're probably not gonna get anything that was as like hardcore feeling as Captain America Civil War. Yeah. I don't think. For a while, I don't know. I feel like we, I feel like we peaked with all that like cool realism stuff in the in the universe. So now I'm like just kind of discouraged. But I don't know. I guess when a trailer comes out, we'll see. Yeah. But you should watch the new James Bond trailer. I I will check it out. I was actually like pleasantly surprised. Although there's stuff in there that made me go. Is he going to be a superhero in this one? Who's playing James Bond? Daniel Craig still. Oh, okay. He's been James Bond for, like, years. For, like, over 10 years. Well, no, no, I know, but, like, there was this period of time where I heard that they were going to change the actor. And they were, like, they were trying to figure out who they were going to replace him with, but I guess that didn't happen. Oh, yeah, that was just, like, everybody was, like, who will be the next James Bond? Because Daniel Craig kept saying, like, I quit, I quit. Now he's actually yeah. going to be done. This is the last movie he will be James Bond in. So, I see. Okay. Yeah. Some of us people, thought... Huh? Huh? People kept saying Idris Elba was going to be the next James Bond, and I was just curious if that like actually ever became a thing. No. None of those rumors were... Every Everything was just everybody. That was all... Everything was fan speculation. But the next James Bond might be this black lady. I see. I think is what they're setting it up to be. I think they want to continue this James Bond universe. Uh-huh. But, like, after James Bond exits, then they will have another person ascend to the rank of 007. Got it. I think that's what they're doing. Okay. But, yeah, I don't know. I'm probably going to drop James Bond after this movie, too. <laughs> <laughs> Just dropping everything. Yeah, because it's like, I don't know. I don't know. I say that, and then I'm probably going to end up watching it. But Something's going to like bring you back into it, and then you're going to be, oh, I have to go see it. I'm going to be like Al Pacino from The Godfather 2. Every yeah. time I get out, they bring me back in. Anyway. anyway. Hang, on. Hang on one second. Okay. Hello, viewers, listeners. It is me, Eduardo, here, talking to you. We're supposed to be talking about Star Wars, but we've gone like 12 minutes without talking about Star Wars, not even once. 
Hello? Hello. Hi, someone walked in the study room. <laughs> so anyway, Star Wars. The originals. Yeah. The original Star Wars movies. This movie, this is kind of just going to be like a reflection of what we think about them and how they've influenced our lives and or what is going on. Because obviously, Rise of Skywalker comes out this month, which we are both excited for. Yes. I'm pumped out of my mind for it. <laughs> Today I realized that Oscar Isaac has gray hair. You're just realizing this now? I Yeah. Yeah, actually, I didn't realize how much gray hair that man had until I saw a picture that Star Wars posted today, and I was like, holy crap, that man has gray hair. Oh. No, yeah, gray hair. Yeah, very gray hair. Oscar Isaac is, you know he's like in a punk band or something like that? He can, wait, does he sing? Yeah, I think so. No way. Hold on, let me, let me, let me, (gasps) let me look this up. What? (laughs) That just makes him so much cooler. I know. You haven't even seen, like, the best Oscar Isaac movies either. I know. I need to watch more of him because I love him. You need to watch Ex Machina. Man, he's good in that movie. Oh, and A Most Violent Year? He's awesome in that movie. Yeah, what is he? What is this band called? Um... Oh, yeah, he's a singer and a guitar player. He's an accomplished singer and guitar player. Uh, uh, oh, won't even tell me what his freaking band is. He lives in Williamsburg, Brooklyn, though. Hmm. Dang, what's his freaking band called? Gosh dang it. Whatever, whatever. I'll let you know later, but... <laughs> So, let's just start with what was our first kind of introduction to Star Wars. You can go first. Sorry, I was I was trying to see if I can find it. Oh, he was in two bands, The oh. Worms and Blinking Underdogs. Ah. That's what this is saying anyways. Yes, Oscar Isaac. He's the man. Mm-hmm. And the effective new Han Solo of the Star Wars trilogy. Basically. Yeah. Well, you are the ultimate Star Wars Wars nerd in this relationship, so why don't you go ahead and go first and give what you think about Star Wars. (laughs) I think you deserve to go first on this one. Ah, funny. Um, (laughs) Honest. That's, no, it's hilarious because of the context. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) oh beautiful oh listeners anyway so (laughs) um when i was a kid my mother introduced me to star wars my mother loved star wars when she was a child her uh stepfather took her to see star wars in the theater the first one she saw was the empire strikes back i believe and since then she just loves it so Growing up, we had the Star Wars DVD box set, and I would watch the crap out of that when I was a kid, and she would show me them, and I was, like, enthralled by it. 
and I loved Luke Skywalker and Han and Leia and Chewbacca, and I liked all the creatures, and I liked all the shooting and the lightsaber battles. <laughs> I, and then my mom would buy me tons of action figures when I was a kid, like tons of Star Wars action figures and Star Wars toys. Mm. And um, it was like my favorite thing ever. And I was growing up, I was growing up at a, well, we were both growing up at a, at a weird time because that was the first time Star Wars had come back was the year after I was born was when The Phantom Menace came out. So then I was I was growing up, Star Wars was a thing again. So I've only really effectively lived in one period of time where Star Wars wasn't back, and that was from 2005 to 2015. So for half of my life, Star Wars has been back, weirdly enough. So... Mm-hmm. So yeah, so like when I was a kid, I would watch all that, and I was uh, and I was into like all those movies of like the directors back then. Like I watched Star Wars, and like I would watch Indiana Jones and other Spielberg movies because that's what my mother grew up on. So I was watching all of that stuff too, um, and I had like uh, so like I would watch all the originals all the time because we had them on DVD, and. I remember when I was a kid, Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi were my two favorite. And then A New Hope I just kind of like didn't care too much about because there wasn't too much going on in that movie for me as a kid. But like when I was a kid, I loved the Hoth battle on Empire Strikes Back. And I loved everything about Return of the Jedi, which um, is now my least favorite of the tri- of the original trilogy, I think maybe. Although, I don't know. I'll have to think about that more. But I remember there was a there was a definite point where I was like, this is the worst movie ever. Oh, wow. Well, not the worst movie ever, but it was the worst of the Star Wars movies in my mind. Of the original trilogy, anyway. Mm-hmm. And yeah. But I remember I used to also like, bro, I there was a special features disc. Okay, I would watch all the special features on every DVD. And then on top of that, I would watch the entirety of the special features disc. That's not surprising. And I would literally, like, I could not, like, stop. And I was just watching all of it. And I was, like, every time on the the Discovery Channel, right? So, like, um, they would do, like, uh, things that were, like, the technology of Star Wars and, like, if they could make that stuff real and stuff like that. So, like, on the Science Channel. So I would watch that all the time. And I would watch every, every time, like, there was some sort of, like, Star Wars anniversary or something like that. There was something going on where they would just show tons of documentaries about the science behind Star Wars, and I would watch that, and I was, like, obsessed, bro. And then at the same time, the prequels were coming out, and I didn't see any of them in theaters until the third one, which was um, Revenge of the Sith, which was, like, mind-blowing to me as a child, and was like, yo. And that was also the first time Star Wars was PG-13. Oh. Yeah, Star Wars wasn't PG-13 until 2005, and now they've all been PG-13. But Right. But yeah, that one, but that movie was like dark. Like dark. <laughs> that movie was insane. And, um, and it led right into the back of episode four, but then we got some stuff, and then obviously we got Rogue One, which really leads into the back of Episode Four. So, 
Yeah, I don't know. When I was a kid, I just always grew up around Star Wars, and Star Wars is just a big part of my life. So I've never stopped being a Star Wars nerd. And I would also go online, and I would... And I would and I would try and get like the Star Wars video games. I would like play the demos that were downloadable. And then there was this really cool game. I'm going on this crazy tangent, but like That's fine. I'm unleashing. Um, there was this Star Wars game that came out when I was a kid called Star Wars: The Force Unleashed. Bro, 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 <laughs> bro. You don't even know. You don't even know, bro. You don't even I don't. know. You don't even know. That game was like the coolest thing ever. It was like literally a, like a thing in the Star Wars community. Like the Force Unleashed was like, holy crap. This is a Star Wars story that we that that like we didn't know we wanted, but we crave it now. And, yeah. And essentially it took place after episode three, and it was the story of Darth Vader training a secret apprentice. And it was awesome. And you got to play as the apprentice. You get to play as Darth Vader for like one level. But then you get to play as the apprentice and you're like, you, there's this woman ship commander who's like your friend and then you befriend a, a, a blind Jedi Knight who survived Order 66. And like, his name was Rom Coda. I still remember that. And, um, and, the, and then the, the, the character you play was Starkiller. Um, that was his code name. His real name was Galen Marek. And you would just go around the galaxy, and your goal was to hunt the last remaining Jedi who survived Order 66. And this was back before Disney owned Star Wars. So this was like canon. Yeah. So, which was crazy because it mean like it was like that happened. Like that happened. Darth Vader, the secret apprentice who was killing Jedi. And that was just so cool. And then, and then, like the game, you know, was made. It was praised and stuff like that. I had it on Nintendo DS, um, and I would go and I watch videos of it on the computer all the time. Aww. Yes, I would go on YouTube and I would watch everybody else play the game too. Um, <laughs> and then that game fell by the wayside. And then there was a sequel, and you don't even know how hype I was when that sequel came out. Bro. Yeah. Bro. The teaser for that sequel, you know what the Rancor? Remember an episode in Return of the Jedi, that thing that Luke has to fight in the cage? Yeah. Yeah, so there was one of those. And and like, so your character dies at the end of um Force Unleashed. So then when Force Unleashed 2 came along, like you didn't expect the game to come along because it was like he's dead. Like in both right. and then and then so then Force Unleashed 2 happens. And then you're like, oh, and he comes back, but it was like a clone storyline. That was the one people didn't like as much, but I, I still enjoyed that game. And you got to have two lightsabers at the same time. That was also really cool. But like the it's teaser awful. for that game was like him jumping onto a Rancor and was about to like kill it. And then it like cut and it was like Force Unleashed 2. And then everybody was like, oh my gosh, it's coming back. Ah, <laughs> oh, man. Freaking, oh. I love Star Wars. And then right, bef- and right before Disney bought Star Wars, man, we were about to get another game. Bro, bro, bro. It was like the game we all wanted, bro. It was going to be called Star Wars 1313, and it was like going to be basically like a Boba Fett origin story. Wow. And you were going to be Boba Fett as like a, a, a bounty hunter. 
mm-hmm. and how he like basically became who he was when we first meet him in The Empire Strikes Back. That would have been so cool. Yeah, it was going to be epic, but they can't. It was also going to be rated M for mature, so everybody was like, this has never happened before. Mm-hmm. We've never had an M-rated Star Wars game before. This is going to be insane. And then Disney bought Star Wars and then it got canceled. <laughs> never happened. And then and then it got canceled and then they said, oh yeah, everything that else that happened is not canon anymore. Just the movies. <laughs> yep, they just took it all out. They took it all away and people were upset. I'm not necessarily mm-hmm. upset because it's also like I don't have to worry about the canon. Right. I don't have to worry about knowing everything and just like I can follow the new canon. But I can see how people were upset because they did spend a lot of time and money. You know what I mean? Yeah. On it, but still, like, I don't know. It's not like that doesn't exist. I think no, it, it, it's different, though, than when, like, comic books do it. Because when comic books do it, they have, like, an event. Like, DC does it, like, every so often. Every, every few, every, like, couple decades. Or every decade. And not even mm-hmm. every decade. Sometimes even... B- within decades they'll have events where they just have a world that have a universe ending event that they use to clean up the canon and then so that way things are easier so you're not like looking back so you don't have to read comic books from like 1965 in order to understand what's going on right yeah so yeah i don't know so star wars has always been big in my life that's pretty cool yeah. You have such, like, a strong connection with it. Yes. I used to have this big Millennium Falcon toy when I was a kid, bro. No. Bro. That's so cool. It was huge. And I used to play with it all the time. Aww. And I would, like, fill it up with, like, all my Star Wars action figures and fly it around. Mm-hmm. That was, like, all I wanted to do when I was a kid was be in Star Wars. <laughs> And that was all I ever did. And I would like buy the and I would like watch the DVDs constantly. That was like all I did when I was a kid was watch Star Wars. Wow. Star Wars and the military were like my two favorite things. <laughs> and That's I was, an interesting combination. Yes, and I was like so into it and like bro, I was like going on the internet all the time and reading Star Wars lore. Mm-hmm. And like, and like buying, and I would like, I had like two Star Wars books, and I was like, I was obsessed, and that was like all I did. <laughs> I would go on StarWars.com all the time and just look at pictures, <laughs> just Star Wars pictures <laughs> of like the concept art. Like I would watch all the videos. And then, like, Star Wars The Clone Wars was out, too, so, like, there was tons of videos about that, and, like, I don't know. That was, like, my life. So then Galaxy's Edge must have been, like, and I know it was crazy for you, but I'm, you know, I'm understanding now that it was a lot crazier for you probably than I thought. Yeah, so, guys, if you guys don't know, me and Nisreen, we went to Disneyland recently, and we went to Galaxy's Edge. And that was something. It was amazing. It was amazing, bro. Oh, cool. Bro, we got to fight in the Millennium Falcon and, like, shoot stuff. Dude, that was one of the best things I've ever done. Bro, we were hitting the buttons and, like... I know! That was just so awesome. We got to shoot things. 
and look out the so window. It was so cool, just like walking down the hallways through the ship. Ah, uh, it that, was. Uh, uh, I was I, like reaching out and touching the walls. I was like, "We're in the the Millennium Falcon." I was showing my mom. I sent my mom a picture. She goes, "You're living my dream." Oh. <laughs> Yo, uh, Fatima called it the Millennial Falcon, though. I know. That killed me. I was like, <laughs> dagger through the heart. I was like, why? How could you, you mess up? Like huh? She did not like that ride. She didn't like it? No, she was like, she didn't like how, she didn't like the movement. She didn't like how it felt on her neck. Aw. Because I guess it like, it shook her around, I guess, more than she wanted. Oh. Well, I like being shook around. <laughs> if it's for Star Wars, yeah, I'll be shook around. Yeah, for anything. Even that that Indiana Jones ride was shaky. That was. That was scary. That was so much fun. That was mad fun. Bro, when, when he was, like, holding the door shut. I know. And the thing was trying to get through whatever it was, bro. I freaking love that yeah. ride. The giant rock, too. Oh, bro. That was, that was low-key scary. I didn't know what, how, how the ride was going to get us <laughs> I love how she was, like, pretending you were actually driving the car. Because, like, the whole day she was like, oh, we have to go in the Indiana Jones. And you actually get to drive the car through the thing. Like, she was joking around. And then when we got to the rock part, since you were in the driver's seat, she was just shouting, like, go, Eduardo, go, drive. (laughs) (laughs) That was freaking fun. I love her. That was the only time she called you by your actual name. Yeah, not Eddie boy. Or, or some other malfunction of my name. Ernesto. Ernesto. <laughs> Ernesto and Eddie boy. Or she, just Eddie. Oh, she called me Ernesto, Eddie. Yes. Oh, you know what was scary, though? That freaking train <laughs> and that frog ride. Oh, my gosh. That was messed up. Bro, you that screamed. You screamed. It and was scary. <laughs> <laughs> The train was coming right at you. Bro, I literally was like, are we dead? (laughs) And then you went to Van Hell. Yes, that ride was not. Mr. Toad's whatever. Mr. Toad's wild ride. Like, that is not a ride for children because you get hit by a train and then you end up in hell with the devil. And it's like hot. Yeah. It was actually hot in there. I know. I was like, yo, what? (laughs) What is this? that's the snow white one with the witch yo none of them ended happy i know bro you were freaking out in this one every single time she jumped out you were like no 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 bro when she turned around (laughs) (laughs) that scared the freaking mess out of me it was so creepy and she was so bro that was not fun that was not fun Because it wasn't like she just turns around. She, like, turns around and screams at you. And then there's, like, a thunder and lightning sound effect that, like, it was crazy. Bro, it was, yeah. There was a lot of parts of that ride that were just, like, straight up scary. Nothing compares to Dumbo, though. Dumbo? Oh, my God. (laughs) That ride is just too high. Dude. It scared the crap out of me. Stop making fun of me. I'm not, I'm not. I was laughing at, like, because afterwards when Patul was like, oh, Dumbo breaks into the house, you're done. Yeah, because it was freaking... He's like, Nasreen, you're going to have to, you're going to have to be the protector while Eddie's under the bed. Yeah, I'm going to get under the bed and I'm going to hand you the gun and I'm going to be like, you go take care of it. 
I don't want to do it. I don't want to see Dumbo. Yes. Oh my gosh. So when you were younger, when was like Star Wars first introduced to you? I feel like I remember watching it, um, or not me watching it, but my dad would watch it when I was a, a little kid. And then I can't remember the age that it got introduced to me. It got introduced to me late. Hmm. It was not as early as it was for you. Um, for some reason, I just remember my parents really, really wanting to have a Star Wars marathon one weekend. So, but only with four, five, and six. Mm-hmm. Um, so we watched those that weekend, and I want to say maybe I was 10. I'm not sure. I want to say I was around 10 years old, and we just watched it all weekend, and I had never really had any interest in it before, and I thought it was going to be really boring. Like, I did not want to watch those movies. Mm-hmm. I was I think I was complaining. I was like, can't we watch something else? Mm-hmm. But I really liked it. It was, it was just, it's, it, it was a, I'm trying to figure out how to describe it. It was so new and exciting and it was, it wasn't like anything I had ever seen before. So I just got really sucked into it. So then I started watching it on my own yeah. and then it kind of, like I loved it and I loved it, but I was loving it from afar after a while. Hmm. Like, I appreciated Star Wars, but it wasn't as present as some other things were. Yeah. And then it kind of got, like, I rem- I when um, The Force Awakens come- came out, mm-hmm. that brought it all back. And then it just, it, I think watching the new ones and then going back to the old ones and then just, I had I had a lot more of an experience with it. Yeah. And I just, the new characters were amazing. I love the new characters. I don't, I don't know how people have a problem with the new movies. Neither do I. There are some people who hate the new movies. I know. And that, that blows my mind because the new movies are so great. The storylines are amazing. The characters, I love the characters so much. (laughs) Like they did so they just they're doing so good and i don't know i just i love star wars it's so fun and who's in the originals who was your favorite character i liked i liked leia leia i figured you were gonna say that okay she was so (laughs) so sarcastic she doesn't put up with anyone's bs at all this is true which i really appreciated as a kid because I didn't see a lot of characters like that, you know, and yeah. I, you know, I've always, I don't take BS very well. So, <laughs> you, you know this very well. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It was nice to see a character like that. Yeah. Who was a girl and who was allowed to be like that. You know yeah. what I mean? Wasn't getting called crazy or she wasn't getting called names. Yeah, exactly. She had a strong opinion. Yeah, she was cool. I like her character a lot. When I was rewatching these, you know, I always have a hard time with with figuring out who I like the most. Like, yeah. there's drunk old man Yoda, <laughs> who's like hilarious. He's so funny. He's cute. Mine, mine. He's funny. He's I adorable. died all the time, and I was watching his scenes 
Um, I was like, yo, this dude, <laughs> look at this dude. He was hilarious. Um, yeah. Freaking, and then there was Alec Guinness's Obi-Wan, which I appreciate more, but, so he got nominated for Best Actor for that movie. Oh, wow. And when I think about it, when I was rewatching these, I was like, okay, his performance is not that good. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's good and convincing, but it's not like best actor good. It must have been a slow year. But, because yeah. he says, <laughs> so it's, I laugh sometimes when I watch his performance because it feels like he was just kind of there to collect a check. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Sometimes. And it's like, but he's really good at being Obi-Wan. Like, it's not bad at all. But I'm just like, really? This was best actor? Nomination worthy? Maybe it was a slow year. Maybe you're <laughs> Maybe right. Maybe it was a slow year, because I don't know. Well, like, I almost died when he was like, most icily spaceport. You'll never find a more wretched place of scum and villainy. And he crosses his arms, and I was literally like, I had to stop myself from laughing out loud. Because for some reason, I was like, an arm cross is too hilarious right now for this character. So. Does he speak that way, too? Yeah. It sounds like he's trying to. What do you mean, does he speak that way? You've seen these movies. I know, I know. But, like, in that exact tone. Yeah. Sounds like he's trying to do a a meditation (laughs) Meditation. seminar. Yeah, he does. He goes, oh, Luke. Uh, I'm trying to think of something else that he says in the movie. He just says oh, Luke, Obi Wan. That is a name I have not heard for many years. Obi Wan, you know him? Of course. I, I think he he might be dead, like my father. Oh, he's not dead. Not yet. You know him? Of course I know him. He's me. And then you. <laughs> me. <laughs> I freaking love Obi-Wan, man. Freaking Alec Guinness' Obi-Wan is a national treasure. Freaking, oh, he's so good. Ewan McGregor, though. When you watch the prequels, that is the definitive version of Mm Obi-Wan. That's why he's getting a Disney Plus series. Ah, I see. Yeah, he's so good as Obi-Wan. It's crazy. Um, uh, Anyway, but yeah. But uh, I think maybe my favorite character, dang, this is hard, because I like so many of them. I can't say Boba Fett. He's got, like, two lines. (laughs) I don't know. Uh, Not Lando. I guess it has to be Han. When I was watching it this time around, I was really enjoying Han, especially in Return of the Jedi, when he falls out of the carbonite thing, and then... Like, oh, I, yeah, yeah. I can't see. And I was like, <laughs> and just his acting of him trying to like pretending not to see. I don't know. I just really liked him and how and how like sassy he is. Right? He's he's amazing. Or like or no or like when him and Chewie and uh Empire Strikes back, they're like fixing the fucking No, that doesn't go there. That goes there. And <laughs> and just like him and Chewie's dynamic is like incredible. I love whoever thought about that and him and Peter Mayhew like killed it. Yeah. They they are one of like my favorite duos. Yeah, I freaking love them. Any movie series, not even just Star Wars, they're just two of my favorites. And 
and and and and uh, uh, Harrison Ford <laughs> is like him in real life is wild. A he he flies airplanes. He almost crashed airplanes like twice, and it was like in the news. Oh, that's right. And then, but like he is he's wild. Just the way he says things, he's like he's like living sarcasm. Uh-huh. And like that's just what he is in real life, and it's hilarious. And the, so, like the closest thing to him in real life is him in Blade Runner twenty forty nine. That's like if you ever get to watch that movie, he's like that is literally like Harrison Ford playing himself. Interesting. But yeah, I'm gonna have to do that one at some point. Yeah, we should do both of them. Uh-huh. We should do the Blade Runners as an episode. Yeah. Maybe for 2020, y'all. We need a schedule. Yeah, we, we're gonna we're working on our schedule for 2020 as we speak. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so of the of the original trilogy, which one is your favorite? Hmm. That's a good question. I bet it is. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you mine. Mine is Empire. I look back and think. I now finally understand. Okay. Because everybody was always like, Empire Strikes Back. It's my mom's favorite Star Wars movie. Everybody's favorite Star Wars movie, seemingly. Everybody's like, Empire Strikes Back is the best. The best. The best. And I was like, holy crap. Okay. (laughs) They're like, it's the best. And I was like, what do you mean it's the best? It's the best. It's the best. The best part is in the beginning. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and I was always like, I always hated, I would hate on that movie because I only really liked the beginning of that movie when I was a kid. And now when I watch it, I'm like, this is a very mature movie. Uh-huh. And like, when I watch the first one, I'm like, the first one's good and I like the first one a lot. But the first one, and you know what I realized? The first one, there's literally like 35 minutes from when they escape the Death Star to when they blow it up at the end. Wow. I'm like, that is such, I figured there was a lot more time. It's not that much time at all. But, um, but like, yeah, I get Empire now, and I like it, and it's, like, dark, and, like, but it's really funny, though, and I like the dynamic, because that's when we also first get to see, like, the real building of the relationship between Han and Leia, where, like, that starts to get fleshed out. Yeah. So I really enjoy their moments together, and I like, so what I was, when I was watching it, I realized that The Last Jedi is a lot like Empire Strikes Back. In the sense that, in the sense that there are a lot of stories going on at the same time, right? Just like Ray and Luke are training, Luke and Yoda are training, right? There's the big battle at the beginning. Then we have a whole team off to the side doing something on their own. Mm-hmm. And I enjoyed that a lot. And I, I I really like how they split them up, and then like they all have to get back together. And then the Cloud City stuff, which I used to not like when I was a kid, I really enjoyed now. And also, just new, just something I'm saying because I'm a film nerd. The cinematography for these Star Wars movies, in the I was like, what? I was like, I didn't realize it was this good. Like I forgot it was this good. Yeah. And I look at the shots and I'm like, this is amazing. Like this looks amazing, especially in uh, 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 
Empire Strikes Back. When I watched that, Irving Kirshner, who was the director of that movie, I was like, wow, like this is really good. I love how it looks all sleek and nice. Man, I love Star Wars. That's the theme. That's the theme of this episode. Eduardo loves Star Wars. Eduardo loves Star Wars. What was your favorite movie, though, of those three? Out of these three, I think... I think it would probably be a tie between A New Hope and The Empire Strikes Back. But since you just talked about The Empire Strikes Back, um, I like A New Hope because I have a weird thing for, like, the beginnings of stories. Hmm. Like, I really like when you first get introduced to the characters and the characters come together and it's the beginning of them learning how to work together and you see how the dynamics sort of start building. Yeah. I don't know. I like beginnings. So, wow. So that's interesting. We're very opposite because I hate origin stories. Oh, really? I oh, hate that's right. Yeah, I know I you do. I hate them <laughs> with a passion. And it's like, it's weird because it's like the few that I like are like, I like Iron Man 1, right? Love Iron Man 1. Iron Man 3 is still my favorite Iron Man, though. Um, but like, or even like Avengers 1. Like I, Avengers 1 is a hard movie for me to watch until they start doing stuff, right? And I don't yeah. know what it is, but I hate watching the superhero get, start like learning to do the superhero stuff. I like watching after they've been established because I like watching all I like watching the world build post them knowing stuff. But it, granted, it's not like there aren't exceptions. Like I like Iron Man one. I love Batman Begins. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh, Nasreen. We have to do that this year. I know. We have so many DC movies that we keep we, saying we're going to do. We should do... I know, right? We need to do, like, a DC um, episode. Well, we should do, like, the Snyder DC episode. That's true. Where we go Man of Steel through Justice League. We don't really need to talk about Aquaman or Shazam. But where yeah, we watch those... Maybe, the, like, briefly. Yeah, we'll, like, mention them in passing. Have you yeah. seen Aquaman? No. I have it in movies anywhere, so... Just Shazam. Yeah. Aquaman is good. Um, the more I think, I didn't, I, there was a period of time where, like, I wasn't super big a fan, but now I'm liking it more the more I think about it. I used to work out to the special features of Aquaman, though. Because <laughs> there's freaking a whole section that's, like, just dedicated to the three main characters working out. And I was, like, yeah. watching that and, like, being like, oh, I'm going to get big and strong. Still hasn't happened yet, but... You sound like John Mulaney. When am I going to get big, big and, and strong? strong? This is it. <laughs> this is it. It's just going to be this. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so what was I saying, though? Oh, yeah. But, like, there's, 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 origin, there's origin stories that I like, but I'm just not really, like, I don't know. I'm always into, like, why, I'm, I'm into just getting into the action, which is why I'm not the biggest fan of origin stories. I like just yeah. jumping into watching the stuff already occur. <clears throat> so. We are very different, though, because I, not just in the sense that I like origin stories and you don't, but also you like endings, and I hate endings. I love endings. Like, endings make me so sad. 
I freaking love it's endings. over. You don't get the characters that you love and the characters that you've grown emotionally attached to. That's my biggest thing is getting emotionally attached to f- fictional characters and then watching them die and then they go away. And I'm like, no, I needed more content from you. Well, the thing is, I feel you on that. Like I like I like I'm emotionally attached to Batman in the Dark Knight trilogy and Wolverine in the X-Men movies. Right. Yeah. But when I see Logan and I go, this is an ending, I do I wish that there could be more movies like The Wolverine, right? Do I wish that we could get more of those like adult Wolverine movies with him in them and explore different stories? I do. But in reckoning with the fact that I know that that stuff can't last forever, partly that's Fox's fault, though, because th- I feel like there's some Wolverine stories that could have been told on the side. That I would have just been, oh, imagine if we got like another movie like the Wolverine before Logan. Oh, bro. Anyway, I like seeing like, okay, if this is how it's going to go out, like, because ultimately those movies are like twice as epic as they've ever been in any uh-huh. of the lead up. Like Endgame, when I think about that, like Endgame was the end, right? Yeah, which is horrible. Of a lot of, no, it's not horrible. Uh, yes, it's, it is. it's the end of a lot of stories. But, yeah, and it's, it's, but it's sad. because of it's the ending, it's like we're going to give you some of the best moments ever, right? Like, and that's usually what happens with the endings of these movies. When I, the Dark Knight, a lot, the, some people hate on the Dark Knight Rises, right? The Dark Knight Rises has some of my favorite moments in cinema history. Some of my favorite moments in cinema history. The Battle for Gotham. Bruce Wayne climbing out of the pit. I literally cry when I watch that movie every time it gets to that point. Freaking, it's so cool. Star Wars Return of the Jedi has some of the coolest moments ever, right? And that's what we thought was going to be the end, right? Mm-hmm. That movie's freaking awesome. I love I love the whole ending battle on Endor. And I like, um, I like the beginning a lot, actually. Even though I hate the whole dancing and the singing crap, the beginning of that movie's awesome. And I like seeing Luke and the Emperor and Vader fight, right? And then Vader's story comes to an end in that moment. Uh, like, I love stuff like that. Or like with Logan. Oh, my freaking goodness. Like, watching Xavier die, as heart-wrenching as that is, that was such an incredible moment for that story. Especially because you, you know that Logan and Xavier are the only people who know both timelines. Mm-hmm. They've lived so long. They understand. So that's like, ah, oh, so that's awesome, right? Freaking, I'm trying to think of more examples. But I just love, I don't know, I just like that. Like, I can't wait for Rise of Skywalker because it's going to be the end of Star Wars. Like, that's going to be the end of this whole uh, 11 movie arc that's been building. I know. And I'm so excited for Endgame. Freaking, we got... Captain America finally was worthy, right? We yeah. got to see Captain America become worthy. We got to see Iron Man do the snap, which was awesome. We got to see freaking, um, I don't know, there's tons of stuff in that movie. But still, I like endings. I know, they give you, I mean, if you're going to do an ending, you have to do it right, and you got to give the biggest moments. And I like when they build. I agree with that. I love when they build, like when it's, when they do it right. So like they call back to things and they like really take the time to build to it. A lot of people hate on the Godfather part three, 
the moment where Michael Corleone just dies quietly in the chair in the courtyard is just like, oh, that is like, that is how it goes. That is how it goes. Especially when you've seen the first two and you're like understanding, even though The Godfather 3 is not the best movie ever, that death was like fitting for somebody like him. Oh, man. Freaking, oh, anyway. (laughs) (laughs) So that's why you like Thingamabob, A New Hope. I mean, that's not the only reason why. I I like this. I obviously like this story as well. Yes. But, yeah, I have a thing for beginnings. I like... I like watching everything get started. That's no moon. That's a space station. Because also, there's so much possibility when you watch the first movie in a series. Because you don't know where it's going to go from there. It has so much potential and everything is just getting started. And they have so much, they have um, so much left to do. So you kind of like the whole, oh, this could go anywhere and thinking about that. Yeah, there's a lot of potential. The characters have so many adventures they could go on. They have so much they have to learn. And they also, I like watching the relationship build between the characters. Nice. You know, like, I like Avengers 1 because I like watching them all meet each other and get to know each other and start working out the kinks in the team. I like, it's, it's not the most praised of the Marvel movies, but... I, I have fun watching it. I think I, that I might actually it. be the most praised of the Marvel movies. Really? I think it's that and Iron Man 1. I never hear that much about it, but maybe I'm just not talking to the right people. <laughs> um, what's your favorite scene in the original Star Wars movies? In any of the three? Yeah, yeah. Hmm. I like the one in um, The Return of the Jedi... Well, one of them. I have a couple, but one of them I like that I think I think about the most is Luke's end scene with Vader when he's going, you know, when they're trying to get him to turn to the dark side. Oh, yeah. That one, I think, I th- it comes back to my mind um, most commonly. I remember when I was a kid and I saw that and I was like, whoa, they freaking took his helmet off. <laughs> I was so curious to see what he looked like underneath, and I was like, oh, finally. I know. You know, so you know, he said, so the guy actually had really bushy eyebrows, and then mm-hmm. after after Return, after Revenge of the Sith, and you watch Anakin's freaking face get burned off, um, and you get to see why he looks like that under the suit, mm-hmm. they, like, digitally removed that dude's eyebrows for all the new versions of the old movies. Oh, wow. You know what? I have a complaint. Okay, what's I have your a complaint, complaint about 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 the movies, and I didn't get it until right now, as an adult, because everybody used to complain that George Lucas made all these digital effects changes, mm-hmm. and he added like creatures and stuff like that. And at first, when I was a kid, I was watching them. I really didn't care, right? And yeah. I was like, "Oh, this is so cool!" And look at that animal and yada yada yada. Watching it now, now you're, now you're a film critic. Watching it now. Well, not even being a film critic, just having eyeballs that work. I'm like, this is awful. <laughs> these special effects are horrible. And you're watching these, like, monsters look all fake. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it makes the, some of the frames just, like, way too crowded. I'm like, this is 
this is a bad move. <laughs> oh no. This is a bad move on George Lucas's part. It's the worst in in um in um in A New Hope. Or like this this little robot that follows the stormtroopers around that is very clearly fake. Oh. And I'm just like, "Oh my god." <laughs> Somebody end the madness. <laughs> But yeah. I see what you're saying. I can I can understand that. My favorite scene in the originals. Uh, there's a couple. I really like when Luke comes comes back home to find that the his whole his aunt and uncle have been killed. Mm-hmm. I like I really like the scene with Luke and R2D2 and C3PO and Obi-Wan in Obi-Wan's little home. There's, yeah. For some reason, I was watching that, and I just really love the way it looks and, like, how the light hits everything. And, like, I don't know. That, that, that was one of the scenes that gave me a flashback to when I was a kid. And he first shows him the lightsaber and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, Empire Strikes Back, that whole, that whole opening battle scene. I guess that's not the opening. But it, the but the battle scene on Hoth, I really like that, and I like everything in Cloud City now. Especially, and I really like the "I am your father." That whole lightsaber battle and the lead up to that. I was, I was. Uh, huh? 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 No, finish and then I'll ask my question. No, 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 no. Because what I'm gonna do is gonna go into something else. So, so say what your thing is. I was gonna ask how you feel about the more. I don't want to use the word cliche, but the the more popular, like iconic scenes. So you know what I never the think about ones that pe- the ones that people talk about a lot, like the "I am your father" or the "I love you, I know" or I don't know. There there are so many that people use yeah. as culture references. Or these are not the drones you're looking for with the, the droids. Little... The drones. Droid. No. <laughs> You know what I'm talking about. I know. <laughs> I know. Um, so I don't care that much for I'm your father. Like, I like it, but that's not something that impacted me ever, really. Mm-hmm. I love you, I know, I love, especially as I've gotten older. <laughs> that is like, that is like grade A writing. Whoever wrote those, that, those two lines were, they knew what they were doing. I love that. Yeah. Um, especially because you've been watching them build to that the whole movie. Um, I don't know. I guess, I guess, what were some of the other ones? What are some of the other iconic, I'm trying to, I just watched these movies and I'm still like, what are the iconic scenes? Because I see the movies as a whole and I don't even, and the movies and the, and the, and the scenes that impact me are never the iconic ones. (laughs) When they walk in, with that scene in A New Hope, when they walk into the, the, and it's not a bar, but I always think of it as a bar. Oh, yeah, yeah, the cantina. That's kind of. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a, oh, you know. That's been done, I feel like. Yeah, well, because that's like a Western scene. Yeah. That's like Star Wars Episode One. I mean, Episode One. Uh, The New Hope is literally Western movies and samurai movies as one movie. Yeah, because you you see that in so you do see that in a lot of cowboy movies where he's he's new and he walks in the saloon and they all turn their heads and look and yeah glare at him. yeah I actually kind of like that scene, um, and that is 
that that leads into like one of the most the biggest debates in Star Wars history, which is who shot first, Greedo or Han. Mm-hmm. Um, that's another scene that I'm like, oh, that's cool, but it doesn't like impact me. Watching Greedo and Han have their like little face off at the table, and then Han blasts him away. I don't know. It's uh, I don't know, cause I kind of like. I don't know. It's, I feel like I'm into just different moments in Star Wars than most people are into. Yeah. But critique, though, of Mark Hamill's acting in this trilogy. <laughs> he is not the best actor in these <laughs> movies. He's whiny in, the, in, in A New Hope. <laughs> a little bit. He has moments that are good. And then in, in, he's a little bit better in, um, in Empire Strikes Back. But I think what hurts it I think this is part of what hurts the I'm your father scene is when he goes, no, that's impossible. (laughs) It kind of ruins the scene a little bit for me. I don't know why he screamed. I feel like if that was happening to me, I'd kind of just freeze up and not know what to say. Like, I would just kind of look at him and wait for a further explanation. But what blows my mind about that is like when he leaves, when he jumps off the thing, is he trying to kill himself? That's true. But then he goes into the thing, and I'm like, okay, maybe not. So I think, like, back in 1981 or whenever that movie came out, it would have been like, oh, he just killed himself. But now it's like, oh, he's going to jump. It moves quickly. (laughs) It moves quickly into him going through the garbage shoot thingy type thing. But, yeah. But, you know, but then he's... he's, Wouldn't he want to confirm before he kills himself? He can feel it. The Force, remember? I remember that, but still. Still. I I wouldn't want to confirm that. Having your father be one of the most genocidal maniacs in the history of the universe. I'm not saying confirm it to find out because he's hoping it's true, but like before you make drastic decisions. (laughs) I'd be like, well, it's over now. And he loses his hand. I like that. And you know what makes that scene? Him losing his hand is impactful to me, though. And it makes it more impactful because I've seen the prequels. And when you watch the prequels, you'll get a very interesting parallel to that. Yeah. But yeah, so that, and then, oh, but you know what is cool? Obi-Wan and Obi-Wan spirit talking to Yoda in Empire Strikes Back. And then Yoda's, no, there is another. Yeah. And then you're like, so before the new movies, it was like, okay, so the other is Leia, because Leia's Force-sensitive. But now that other is Rey. So watching that scene now is, like, mind-blowing. Because now, because then you realize, cause, and, you're, and we're all pretty sure that Rey is a Skywalker. Like, what else is she going to be? Yeah. Like, I don't even know why they really kept it a mystery. <laughs> No, because you you kind of got that from even from the very first one. And now the title is literally Rise of Skywalker. And it's like, I get it. It could be about Ben. It could be about the redemption of Ben Solo, which I do think is what's going to happen. I don't think Kylo Ren dies. It better. He better get some redemption. If he doesn't, it'd be so frustrating. <laughs> but yeah, so like it's interesting seeing that now and just knowing where the where the movies went. Yeah. I don't know. It was really cool. And then again, Frank Oz Yoda is incredible. 
And you know what? That puppet of Yoda works brilliantly. That aged so well. And then when they did it again in The Last Jedi, it's like, wow, that's a freaking puppet. And it works so good. But you know where I hate the puppets is in Return of the Jedi. With the teddy bear thing? In things? Jabba's... Fr- no, 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 not those. In Jabba's palace. All the puppets oh, and the weird singing people and the half-naked people and they're all aliens and they're all being weird. I wonder what that was... Like, why they did it that when way. When I was a kid, I thought it was so gross. Except, <laughs> except like, the ones that look like people. <laughs> yeah. Like the blue and the green lady. Like, obviously, as a kid, I'm like, ugh. Uh-huh. <laughs> Slicks back hair. No, but. <laughs> but, um, but, but what was I saying? I got distracted. You didn't like the scene. Oh, yeah, and I did. I just thought it was all gross, and Jabba is freaking gross. He's got, like, this white stuff dripping out of his mouth. I'm like, no, what is that? I don't know. It was nasty. And Jabba's just gross. He is. Ugh. Disgusting. I freaking hate Jabba. He was he 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 had a big role in Star Wars in in the star in the genesis of Star Wars: The Clone Wars. There's a the Star Wars: The Clone Wars movie, which I did see in theaters when it came out, and that was like the launch of the series. Mm-hmm. The whole movie was about Anakin and Obi Wan going to get uh, Jabba the Hutt's nephew. And it was like a baby Jabba. Aw. And that movie opens so good, and then it becomes so boring really fast. (laughs) It's hilarious. That movie has one of the most intense, like, clone trooper battles ever. Mm -hmm. And you're watching it. I literally would, like, cry. And I was like, this is so amazing. And then the movie just sucked. The rest of the movie was so forgettable. <laughs> but yeah. That's so when I think after we see Rise of Skywalker, what we'll do is we'll have a, a like a um, which era of Star Wars is the best. Mm-hmm. And we'll talk about that. I have a feeling I already know what you're going to say. Probably. <laughs> but we yeah, must. so of all these movies, you said A New Hope is your favorite. I said Empire is my favorite. Uh-huh. Um, would you have liked to see another Star Wars movie in that time frame? You mean like what I... Would like, I remove us um, a Star Wars movie from its period to put it in that period? No, like, would you have, would you, like, if Episode 7 was actually Episode 8, right? Because uh-huh. we had an Episode 7 back then. Oh, I see. I don't know if that's necessary. I don't know either. I figured I'd I, ask. I think the, the flow of how it went was is pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, I think I it ended. Too. It like it wasn't a permanent ending, but I think the way the Return of the Jedi ending was a pretty good note to stop for that time. Yeah. Yeah, and I I definitely enjoy. I think that's a really strong trilogy of movies. Mm-hmm. 
I think I think I think they did a good job just doing three and then kind of stopping there. And then you know that the first Star Wars movie, that's the only movie that had a big studio behind it. I did not. Yeah, episode literally episodes five, six, one, two, and three are all independent movies. That's interesting. I didn't know that. George Lucas made so much money, he did it all on his own. That's crazy. He literally made the rest of the movies on his own with his own money. That's not even surprising, though. With his own studio. He was just like, you know what? I'm going to do it. I have this freaking Star Wars ranch. I can pay for everything. Right. Yeah. It's, it's nuts. It's nuts. I really want some Star Wars action figures now. Are those Star Wars books? Star Wars books. The big ones that we saw at Disney. Oh, bro. Shelves and shelves of Star Wars books. I want all the big Star Wars books. Big Star Wars picture books that tell you everything. Mm -hmm. I keep seeing this book. It's like The Art of the Last Jedi. That sounds cool. I want that so much. I want that so much. I want everything Star Wars so much. I know. I have no Star Wars anything for my desk. Nothing? No, I have a Wonder Woman. I have some Army Men. I have Bucky. I have a Jellyfish. I have our Candle. I have an Oscar. I have Deadpool mug. I have a Batman signal. I have two dinosaurs. I have a pair. We're perfect together. Picture frame. A picture of us. Seashells. You have a lot. A big pine cone. And a rubber ducky, but I have no freaking Star Wars anything. Gonna have to get you something Star Warsy. I'm, I'm gonna start reading Star Wars books. That's what's gonna happen. You should have done one of those little build your own robot things. They were so expensive. I know. Everything was mad expensive at that place. I mean, it's Disneyland, bro. I know. Expect. I know. Oh my god, I saw some girl with a Rise of Skywalker sweater when I came back. Yeah. And I was like in the school. Yeah. And I was literally like, oh, that's so amazing. I want, I want a Rise of Skywalker sweater. That sounds really cool. It was really cool. I was like, dang, I'm jealous. I'm jealous of you, girl. Mm-hmm. That sweater is awesome. I didn't even, well, I should have known they had clothes for it out already. Yeah. You know what's going to be cool? The Sith Troopers, whenever we get to see those, the Red Storm Troopers. Yeah. I'm excited to see what those end up being. I'm excited to see this freaking movie. I can't wait for that. I know. It's so exciting. It's only a couple weeks away. Babe, I, oh, man. <laughs> we have to, oh, we have to go to Jordan's. <laughs> oh, we have to, we have to figure out a way to get to Jordan's. Bro, my dad will totally take us. We will work something out. My dad will 100% drive us. Jordan's is like the best movie theater in New England, hands down. It would be amazing to experience this movie in, like, in in that screen. Yes, with a real IMAX theater, with yes. the real sound. Oh, my gosh. It, it's cool when, when you get the big picture-filling movies, right? Fill up the whole frame and everything, like Dunkirk and stuff like that. But the sound is where it's at. There's never been better sounding anything than what it is in that movie theater. 
We should definitely go there then for this. Yes. And then you get the big studio seating and everybody's there. It's literally an event when you go. Yeah. It's literally like a big event. That's so cool. And they only show like two trailers. And then you can hear the lightsaber sounds in high quality. Bro, and then you get to hear things like flying above you too. Mm-hmm. Because they have speakers in the ceiling. Bro, in Dunkirk, it sounded like dragons. Wow. When there was freaking the airplanes were going overhead and bombing stuff. Mm-hmm. Or like they were, because you know what happened in World War II? They made mods for the airplanes. So when they dove, they made horrendous screeching sounds. Oh. So that way it would like literally instill fear in you. So when I was watching Dunkirk in that theater... It literally was like, it sounded like it was happening for real. That's crazy. And you're just hearing the, it's like the planes are like screeching down about to drop bombs on, on all these soldiers. Mm-hmm. Ah, so good. So good. Anyway, so this is our little discussion about the originals. Yeah. We love them. We do. If you were to give this trilogy an out of 10 rating, what would you give it? Oh, my goodness. Um, um, I'm pro- I'd probably have to say 10 out of 10. I'm going 9 out of 10. Yeah? 9 out of 10 rating for this trilogy. Because I do think that Return of the Jedi, I think I have to watch it maybe one or two more times, is a little bit of a weak link. I see. To the rest of them. But... But I don't know. That's always been, as I've gone older, that's been my least favorite one. When I was a kid, that was my favorite. Um, it's interesting how that changed. Yeah. I still love it, though. And I think I, I think my love for it is a little stronger now than it's ever yeah. been before. But I definitely don't think it's, like, perfect. Yeah. But it's got really cool moments in it. But, yeah. So I think I'm going 9 out of 10. You're going 10 out of 10. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So tune in next week, guys, because we're going to talk about the prequels, the most controversial. I'm very excited for these three. I think this is the most controversial. Everybody says, you know, The Last Jedi was so divisive and whatever, whatever. Now Uh it feels like there's a fight over the prequels. Star Wars doesn't even, they never even market the prequels now. I never hear anything about them. Because they try and pretend like they don't exist. The only news I ever hear about those three is when people want to talk about Natalie Portman and her relationship with Star Wars. Really? That's the only time I ever hear anything about these movies. Oh, yeah. She is literally in all three of them. Yeah. She's cool. I had a crush on her when I was a kid. <laughs> like every, every guy either had a crush on every Leia. Every guy I had a crush on? Now, every guy either had a crush on Leia or Natalie Portman's character. This is very true. Like, she was just so cool. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. So, I mean, they're good choices. Yeah, for sure. But, uh, yeah. So, that'll be cool to watch. I'm dreading rewatching the first two. <laughs> I really don't want to watch them. <laughs> Got this. <laughs> but I'm gonna have. I'm probably gonna watch literally all six of them this weekend. Oh wow! And just binge through them all in order. Dang. But yeah, but also the first one you get to see one of the most cool Star Wars characters ever. So there's that. Exciting. 
Yes. But yeah, so we'll be talking about that next week. Stay tuned because this will be also Nesreen's first time watching those, which will be fun. I don't know how. I don't know how I haven't seen them yet. I don't know either. And you've had access to them for so long. I know. I know. My dad would watch them when I was little. Or even when I was old enough to appreciate Star Wars, and I just, I never watched it with them with him. I hate sand. It's coarse. It gets everywhere. I guess I'll learn what that means this weekend. You will. You will, and you'll hate it, and you'll hate yourself for it, and you'll hate me for making you watch these movies. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Like, what did you do? Why Why would you do this to me? It's, it may may or may not ruin Darth Vader for you. Oh, wow. Anyway, <laughs> thank you guys for listening. Uh, yes. We want to keep doing this, obviously. We love doing this, I think, anyway. We, I, we do. <laughs> I do. I, I do, too. And, uh, yeah, so I, it'll be cool to announce 2020 post-Rise of Skywalker. Yes. And give you guys some cool, we'll be talking about some cool movies. We're going to make it even cooler than the movies we did this year. And books, and books. I think it's no joke, it's no secret, but our big plan is definitely Dune by the end of the year. Right. Definitely we have to do Dune, because that movie is coming out. All right, we're going to have to add that in there then. Yes, and I have a copy, so when I'm finished reading it, you can, you can read it. Okay. Yeah, and it looks beautiful, by the way. I'll have to send you a picture of it. Yes, let me see. Oh, we should do Wolf of Wall Street book and movie, too. Oh, yeah, we should. I have to finish that book. Oh, you have a copy, right? No, I, I got it from the library, but I never finished it. Okay, yeah, get it, because I have a copy here, too. Um, okay, I can get my hands on a copy. Yeah, I definitely want to watch that. I mean, yeah. I, I definitely want to finish the book. I've seen that movie like 1,200 times. Yeah. It's <laughs> crazy. It is very crazy. Oh, my gosh. I remember I watched that with a girl in my study hall. Mm-hmm. And the, she literally, at one point, she paused the movie and was, like, in shock. <laughs> <laughs> I can't blame her. There are some moments in there where you're like, what the heck is going on? Bro, I thought it was so cool. Yeah. I don't know why she decided she wanted to watch movies with me. I think she was just, like, bored. I mean, study halls—it can be pretty boring, and movies is yeah. a good option. Yeah, we would—that was what we would do every study hall. We would just start watching movies together. We watched that. We watched the Grand Budapest Hotel. We watched Twenty One Jump Street. Pretty good use of study hall. It's better than just sitting there waiting for it to be over. That is so true. I never did my, homework in study hall either because I would do it during class. <laughs> my friends and I would always sneak out of study hall and just walk around the school. Oh, you guys were bad people. We were, but we would walk, we would literally walk around for the whole period and nobody would say anything. They knew we were walking around and nobody cared. I can't even say anything because I did the same thing. I would go to Mrs. Romick's class. Yeah. During my study halls. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) We'd also just go into the dark room for the whole period. Bro, I wish I had a freaking dark room in my school. the, The art teacher, I was the only kid who, after taking photography class wanted to go back into the dark room so she would just like give me the key and let me go in there whenever I had free time what yeah and she was like 
she would let me use the film. She was like the best art teacher ever. She was just, here's the supplies, here's the key, go nuts. It's jacked up. I'm upset. So I spent, I spent I'm my whole year in I'm that upset. in that room. Ugh, I wish I wish I had teachers like that. She was pretty great. She sounds like it. No. Anyway, goodbye for a fifteenth time. Um the first goodbye is never the real goodbye. No, it's just a fake goodbye. We always say <laughs> goodbye. I, and every single podcast I do is, is always like 12 goodbyes. Because you say goodbye, and then that makes you think of other things you wanted to say. I know. They just come to mind. Can't yeah. Help it. But anyway, thank you guys for listening. This was fun. Yes. And we'll see you guys next week. More Star Wars. So we love Star yeah. Wars. Star Wars, Star Wars. All month. <laughs> All month. And we'll definitely, I'll definitely talk, I'll definitely have a lot more to talk about. Because this was the Star Wars movies I was watching a lot. Mm-hmm. Especially episode three. I watched episode three religiously. So That's like your favorite one out of the trilogy, right? Of the, of, of the prequels, yeah. <laughs> That's what I, yeah, of that trilogy. Yeah, yeah. It's the, only, most... it's the only watchable one. Oh, boy. <laughs> I'm scared now. The first two are so bad. <laughs> They're so bad. Well, we can talk about how bad they are next week. They're hilariously bad. Yeah. They're, like, laughably bad. Oh, boy. Well, yeah, they're laughable. Anyway. Yeah. Thank you, guys, for, like, the 18th time. Yep. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.